You're listening to 7-Minute Stories with Aaron Califato. This episode, The 35-Year Train Ride. If you hear any ambient sound in the background, it's because I had to crack this window. It's summertime, it's hot, and we're moving. And ironically, where I'm at right now is 15 minutes south of where I grew up as a kid. The city where I grew up is called Medina. It's about 20 minutes south of Cleveland. And in one month, I'm moving back to Medina. And I'm not only moving back there, I'm moving to a house that's two blocks away from the very residence where I grew up. And it feels like I'm on this ride and that I've come like full circle back to where I started. I just feel totally different in the house. I grew up in every night. The one thing I could count on was the sound of the train. We lived right near railroad tracks, and so I would hear this sound, and it wasn't annoying. In fact, for me, the train was the most comforting sound in the world. It had like a grandmother appeal, sort of a a silent guide, some something you can count on, something I could count on every single night. I heard it, and it would help lull me to sleep. But I also thought about it, and I realized that at night, I, I found it comforting that I could go to sleep, I could go in and out of consciousness, blipping in and out like an electron, and that there was some sort of through line, some sort of constant still there, still working, still still trekking across the country, still moving us forward, that I was part of this larger concept, that I was just part of a movement and that I could go in and out of it, but it was part of a bigger movement forward. And maybe I wasn't thinking that abstract at that time, but it felt like that. Or maybe it was just something I could count on. I mean, trains were there for me when I was young. And trains were there for me when it was the good times. And trains were there for me when it was the bad times. Trains were there when my family fell apart in that house at five years old when my parents got divorced. And my family fell apart. Not much else was there, but that sound was there. And I always wondered, what are they doing on that train? Where's it going? What are they carrying? What's their destination? What's their adventure? Can I get a ticket? Trains were there when we moved from that house and moved from house to house around that little city. And my mom and myself and my brother trying to survive, my mom working all the time. Trains were there when boyfriends of hers came into the house and they left. Trains were there when they were good sometimes to her and bad. Trains were there when they drank a little bit and trains were there when they drank a lot and too much. couldn't get away from them. Even when I went to college, train track went right through the campus. I heard it every single night. Didn't like flying places. So I would take trains places, even though we were slow in America, Amtrak, they got to get their shit together. I mean, we need a high speed bullet train in this country, but I still took that rickety Amtrak any place I could go. When I went to New York to lead a creative life, I was on trains all the time. I was on the Jersey Transit. I was on the subway and there was a train going through my city out there that I lived in. I heard it every single night. 
It was there when I got engaged. It was there when I got married. It was there when I was, saw the birth of my daughter, helped create a child. It was there. It was there for me laying at night, coming back from New York, essentially a failure, not having enough money, not making, making it as an actor and trying to reinvent myself when I came back to Cleveland and sitting there at night with a kid and trying to figure out what am I going to do? That was, it was there. It was there through that. How do I be a father? How do I continue to lead a good life? How do I lead a better life? And how do I lead or teach my daughter to lead a great life? I'm glad I let, left this window open because it's so hot. But as we inch closer back to this house, we're leaving. We're moving in about less than a month. And I can't wait to go back to this new house. And I realized one of the reasons why I'm so excited. I'm excited because not only is this little blended family of mine, myself, my girlfriend, my daughter, my girlfriend's two kids, this tight little motley crew that we've been able to weave together through the experiences and the and the ups and downs of our lives, we found this nucleus. I'm excited to move to a place that's bigger, that's more accessible, that frankly has just better resources I can go to and get sushi at any time and not have to drive 20 minutes to do that. But I'm really excited because I realize that I'm going to be right next to the train track that I was when I was a kid. And you know what I always thought? I, I always thought that this, this train sound that I heard through all these cities, through all these places that I've described to you, through all these moments in my life, in my head, I didn't dissociate it from being different trains. I thought it was the same train. My whole life, in the back of my mind, I thought, this is just one consistent sound. One consistent ride. And now I'm almost back home. Right where I started. But totally different. Even though I rode the same train all the way back. And we're so close. I'm almost there. I wonder where it's going. I wonder where I'm going to go after that stop. Hold on. Oh, I just thought I heard it outside the window. For more seven-minute stories, go to AaronCalafato.net or subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for listening.